It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name's Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going? Jake, I'm doing just fine. It's um, Memorial Day is behind us. Father's mm-hmm. Day is just around the corner. Um, mm-hmm. don't, don't forget. What are you getting for your dad? I'm, I, that's why I'm Ooh. saying that because I don't want to forget. I still got to figure don't out what I want to get him. Probably, probably. I don't know. I don't want to pigeonhole my dad as being like the booze guy, but he does distill liquor, and he does mm. have like a bunch of stuff for that. So it's an easy choice. But maybe I'll try and think of something a little more creative. I mean, that's that's some classic dad shit, though. I'm gonna get my dad a drill. I get him a new drill every year for Father's Day, and he loves it. He says, thank you for the new drill, Jake. This is why I'm your favorite. How many drills does your dad have? <sighs> Only the one. He replaces it every year. We burn it in the fireplace every year. That's, you, drills are supposed to last for, like, several years. It's tradition, Thomas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to get in the way of your family and their, you know, their treasured rituals, but that Thank seems a little wasteful. I don't know. It seems a little wasteful. Well, you know, we have uh, a lot of money in my family. <laughs> <laughs> and we spend it on drills every year. I'm Each of imagining... my siblings gets a drill for my dad, and he says that this one is my favorite. And guess what? <laughs> I win every year. I don't even want to look at this one anymore. And he throws it in the yeah. basement on top of a pile yeah. of, like, a hundred drills. And that's what he says to my siblings. Yeah. <laughs> you all get him a drill, and whoever has the best one, they get the affection. Survives. Yeah. For a whole year. My dad, a good dad. That's basically what the show Succession is about. Oh, I still need to watch that show. I mean, you're mm. living it. I don't think you need to watch it. It's true. I am a rich guy. That's your life. It would probably hit too close to home. It's true. Look, family's very important, and if anybody knows that, it's Boston Rob Mariano from Survivor Marquesas. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Marquesas last night? Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, the red, white, and blue. I did, Jake. Do you think that Boston Rob Mariano hates that his last name is the first name? of famed Yankees closer Mariano Rivera. Yeah, I, I bet it's his, it's his biggest pet peeve. I bet he curses it every day. Do you think he gets annoyed when he goes to his local uh, high-end grocery store and they call him Boston Rob Whole Foods? Do you think he goes, that's not my name? I bet he actually really likes it. He, think, he thinks it's very funny, actually. But if they call him Boston Rob Mariano Rivera, they're like, oh, He's like, that's not out. me. That's not me. That's like a good, uh, I love a portmanteau Twitter handle. That was Boston, not Boston Rob. What was my Twitter handle for like three months? Gore Verbinski was something in there. Al yeah. Go- Weird Al Gore Verbinski. That's a good one. Yeah, just, I like that just one. a classic, you know, couple famous. I I think that personally, I think that's kind of hacky. I would never do anything like that. Don't look at my Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> When I can't come up with a good one, I just use my own name. Um, but, you know, I love to change it around Halloween time and then also Christmas time. And then it's like, well, again, tradition. You got to come up with one for the new year. And then Why don't you time. stick with, uh, with Joke Scheidel? That's Instagram. I guess I could also use it for my, uh, for my Twitter handle, but like <laughs> coming up with a Twitter handle... Very hard. And sticking with it, even harder. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I've had a couple since 
I've had, I think this one I'm just keeping forever because I get compliments on it a lot. And I've had other ones that I've thought about and I've been like, yeah, it's still not as good. Yeah, I've never gotten any compliments on any of my Twitter handles, so I'm constantly changing it. And once I get one compliment, I'm sticking with that one. You should uh, you should post it on the Survivor Reddit. I bet they what would be should, very welcoming. What should I put as, as my Twitter handle? That's a just, good idea. Just something and then just be like, hey, what do you guys think? I bet they'd love that. Yeah, well, they love every post of I, that I post. Uh, and that's why we love each other. Mm, symbiotic relationship, a thing I learned about from our favorite segment, Wildlife Shots. My second favorite segment is when I tell you what the episode was called and you tell me if it was a good episode title or not. This week's episode was called The End of Innocence. Thomas, what do you think of that episode title? Uh, I think it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, named after a song by my favorite artist, Don Henley. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember when the days were long and rolled beneath the deep blue sky. Didn't have a care in the world. Mommy and daddy standing by. Happily ever after fails, and we've been poisoned by these fairy tales. The lawyers dwell on small details since daddy had to fly. This is about. This song is about something. I can't remember what it was actually about. It sounds like it was about Father's Day. They knew. Uh... When they named this episode, that we'd be talking about it 18 years later, 19 years later on Father's Day. This episode first aired on March 28th, 2002. Thomas, how old would you have been March 28th, 2002? Uh, I would have been 10 years old. Hmm, interesting. I would have been 11 years old. Uh, and 11 days. No? Eight days. <laughs> I did for a second think there were 10 days in a week. Ten days a week. That's right. I'm too better than the Beatles. People say that about me all the time. That I'm too better than the Beatles. Yeah, it's I. I, I hear that a lot. Um, a lot of people say that I'm three better than the Beatles, but like that's cool too. That's crazy that you would say that because I have occasionally heard that I'm four better than the Beatles. I'm kind of the double Beatles. That's what they yeah, call me. I'm seeing double four better than the Beatles. <laughs> Uh, do you think this week's episode got more or less than last week? Remember, last week got 22.81 million and saw Sarah get voted out. I'm going to say it got slightly less. Okay. Say 22.7. Wow. Uh, it actually did get less. It got 20.54 Good million Good lord, viewers. man. People really liked Sarah. Yeah, well, she was Boston Rob's favorite gal, and uh, since she's gone, so is uh, 1.5 million viewers or so. 1.3 million, but... I underestimated the power of simps. Look, hey, as a hardcore simp, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember, we're a powerful people. <laughs> all, of, all of her reply, gra- reply guys were crushed. <laughs> um, okay, we start off on the road to Tribe, and Rob is not feeling great. Uh, because they are in the uh, minority of people on the new tribe. So he thinks Sean will go next, and then him, and then Vesepia. So Rob tries to ingratiate himself with the others, and they all assure him he's got nothing to worry about. He's fully Rotu. And then Gabriel Gabriel starts to talk about how he's not there to play the game. He just wanted to come see if they could build a society, and he's pretty pleased that they did. What did you think of Gabriel's take here? Uh, I think it's an interesting way to play the game that 
it was probably a little too far in to get away with. Mm-hmm. You could do that on season one. Season four, yeah. it's, it's going to, that whole th- experiment's going to collapse under its own internal contradictions eventually, because, like, you do have to vote for people. Yeah, I do kind of like this idea of having one person on every season that's just like, hey, I'm just here for, like, living on the island and seeing here how we the can experience. do. Like, I'm into yeah. it. Like, I, I yeah. like I like Gabriel, but, um... Why don't you marry him? If, well, well, maybe I will. Uh, I, I, I do appreciate that he would just repeatedly get asked, like, yeah, but, like, you're playing the game, though. And he would just be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> not playing the game. Uh, yeah, he was very uh, steadfast in his in his being there for the experience and building a society. And I, you know what, Gabriel? I'm on board. Let's do I it. I respect it. Let's, let's go, fly to a different island and we can live together. Yeah, I'm not doing can, anything. He can uh, he can lay down some uh, some freestyles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get to that point. Over the Mira Amu tribe, there's a it's good vibes after Sarah gets voted out. Uh, you might call it the ultimate vibes tribe. Yeah, it's, you know, you're hearing it more and more. It's true. Uh, then they, they all go crab hunting together. Uh, this was a fun little moment for this tribe. I loved it. I love, again, I love camp life. Might as well make a whole show called Camp Life. Oh, they did. It was called Bug Juice, and it was a good fucking show. Yeah. Remember Why is Bug Survivor Juice? Bug Juice? This is Why bullshit. isn't Survivor Bug Juice? Jeff, I got an- another question for you. As soon as I find your email, I've got I'm gonna email you a lot of questions. One of these days we're gonna find that email and Jeff <laughs> is gonna be in for some questions. Honestly, it wouldn't be hard to find, probably. Just Google. When we find Jeff, Jeff Probst's email. email, it's over for you hosts. <laughs> it's probably Jeff.probst at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. If that's Jeff- your email and you're not Jeff Probst, look out. You it's are probably, about to get a barrage of questions. It's honestly probably jpropes at cbs.org. Yeah, something like that. Uh, we get to the reward challenge next. They have to collect pieces of tiki's while blindfolded, and the winner gets to raid the camp of the loser. I think good challenge. I think very fun. I love it. Yeah, a this is um, got to be demoralizing to like win a bunch of stuff and then just have it get taken away. But I love the the, the time limit that they get for raiding, too. It's like, all mm-hmm. right, you got two minutes, start stealing. It's good. Uh, Kathy is the caller for Amira Amu. Gabriel is the caller for Rotu. And Amira Amu wins. Kathy, very effective as the caller. Like, she she, was, she is loud. I mean... Well, that's because she kept uh, saying that Ack. <laughs> yeah. She's going, whenever anybody would go the wrong way, you should go, Ack! And Ack, be like, yeah. Oh, I'm doing it wrong, yeah. Uh, then no, like, everyone so would be like, why is this still in syndication? <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> Kathy, everybody's favorite comic book character. Uh, they why don't, why don't they make a live-action Kathy? They're doing a live-action Clifford the Big Red Dog. Why not Kathy? They did a live-action Lion King. Kathy's a human. So, so much easier. Yeah. Photorealistic Kathy, man, it would be too powerful. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd at least watch the pilot. I'd at Kat- least watch if the they first ever did three a episodes. Biopic like about uh, the the lady that did uh, Kathy. Her name is Kathy uh, Geiswhite. Um, <laughs> she looks kind of like um, 
Oh, what's her name? Uh, boy. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm looking this up. I'm just trying to get a... Uh, Kathy Geiswhite. This isn't helping me. Come on. I'm trying Sally to get Field. into Tom's IMDb corner. Uh, Christine, uh, Kristen Milioti. She looks actually like a lot like Kristen Milioti. So she would From be... The mother? Uh, like... From How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, and, and the sure. 2020 film Palm Springs, which is what I just looked up to get her name. <laughs> also, she had that one episode of, uh, of 30 Rock that she was very funny in. Yeah, she's very good. Uh, let's but get anyway, her if they ever on... do, if they ever do a biopic about the Kathy lady, uh, Kristen Milioti, slam dunk. And it could, and it could be about Kathy the artist, but also Kathy the cartoon character. They could be yeah, one in the yeah, same. Yeah, have a little bit of both there. This is a yeah, great idea. Classic. Why We're not? gonna have to cut this part because we got to pitch this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. As they say, I'm boom, bam, tm, tm, tm. You can't take this idea. Uh, if you want to pay us for the script, you can go to our Patreon. Uh, we are actually offering that at a lower tier. It's only $5,000 a month. You can read our Kathy for Kathy spec script. That's only $5,000 a month, or you can go tier higher 10,000 a month. You can listen to just Joey, a good show. People are saying, yeah, the important thing I think that we all need to take away from this is that back in the day, Kathy Ice White, total baddie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's fucked up that they get to raid the other person's camp. Yeah. That's, it that's is a little fucked up, right? But, like, I kind of like it. Like, they don't really it's, do stuff like this anymore. Yeah, right? It would be fun. Like, there needs to be more cross-camp communication. Triple C, as I like to call it. Uh, because it's fun, you know? It's fun. I I want to see the disparity between the camps more often. And I want to see the, the the shame on one person's face when their camp is bad and the other tribes is good. I think that's funny. Human moments, Jeff. That's what the show is missing now. Everybody's talking about the racist Joe. Not enough people are talking about Victoria, remember? Remember? Yeah. Not enough people are talking about the... Man... It, that does seem like it would be one of those things where you could find like a, a rhyme for it, but uh, I, I got nothing. Yeah, no. Let's come up with some quick rhymes for Joe, racist Joe. And the, too Wait. many people talking about the racist Joe. Not enough people talking about the paceless show. There we go. There you go. That's. Hey, it's a real put problem that on right there. Bumper sticker. We're going to be selling bumper stickers at $2,000 a month on Patreon. So, and they're going to say that. Uh, and then it'll be the Survivor logo in the corner. <laughs> and we won't get sued. <laughs> Over on the Meraamu tribe, they celebrate their hall. Good stuff. Meraamu, one of the best tribes that's ever existed. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Pascal, Leah. The other two people who are on that, Kathy and Gina? Is that is that who it is? I think so, yeah. Okay, and then we get over to our favorite scene on row two, and Gabriel does rap for us. Good? We liked it? We love when Gabriel raps, right? Yeah, it's... Okay, the thing that I immediately <laughs> thought was... Is he better or worse than Chris? 
It seemed like people at least were, like, way less annoyed with it. Like, Sean was, Sean was beatboxing. Mm -hmm. Everybody seemed like they were having fun. Yes. That was not the case with Chris. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Row 2 seems a lot more fun-loving than whatever Tribe Chris was on uh, on Ghost Island. I think Chris did it, if not to annoy people, he wasn't aware that he was annoying people. So he is guilty. Gabriel, he was just having a good time with his friends. I'd say Gabriel's better than Chris. If it were an Eminem-style eight-mile competition, I think Gabriel would win. Well, he's Gabriel like, would find out that Chris actually went to uh, private school, and uh, he's that's he, there's no coming back from that. Mm 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 mm. John is nervous that Gabriel is bonding with the new people. <laughs> John, what do you think of John? Uh, I find him incredibly annoying. He is certainly a character. Uh, I think he's he's kind of a villain, right? He is absolutely a villain, and he was doing the kind of flailing that made me think that he was dead in the fucking water. We'll see. Going around, if you're at the point where you're like, I swear on my mom, I swear on my mom's life that I'm not going to do this, like, that's that's getting into a level of desperation that means you're not long for this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, John wants to take out Gabriel at this point, which... I get it, you know? You start to see people bond, can't have that, not on Survivor. No. Uh, and then we have a, a immunity challenge that we don't get anymore, unfortunately. They have to build an SOS signal at loved their it. camp. Absolutely loved it. This is great. Why don't they do this every season? It, it absolutely kicks ass. It makes so much sense that they would do this. They had prep time. Why did nobody build a, like a big fire? They weren't allowed to build a fire. Oh, they weren't allowed to. Okay, yeah, I, I heard somebody part. mention that. Yeah, I also loved that the four people who weren't involved in the, uh, or who were involved in the reward challenge weren't allowed to be involved in this. So they just had to, like, sit around while everybody else worked? That must have sucked. No, it was probably cool. I'd be into that. I'd be like, cool, cool I don't have to do this. Yeah, fair. You get to just chill, and no one can, And no one's allowed to be mad at me. <laughs> that is really the ideal survivor experience. You can just chill and nobody's yeah, mad Jeff, at you. Jeff, like, you four, gotta sit this one out. Rest of the tribe, not allowed to be mad. <laughs> those are the rules of this challenge yeah. um john while they're sitting around tells sean that they're targeting gabriel uh what did you think of pascal when he said when you see the american flag you recognize it would you agree with that it's a fucking tacky loud ass flag so i i'm inclined to agree what is the uh city flag for grand rapids do you have one well, it, I don't know that we do. I'm going to look it up. Mm, wow. Well, I know for a fact that Chicago does I know the Chicago flag. Oh, okay, no, the, Ooh, yeah, the okay. city flag is... Actually, the, the Grand Rapids city flag is pretty fucking sick. It's the, um... Oh, it's the... the better one go that's, catch it. It's the one that's the calder on... It's a yellow circle that's got the calder with the, the, the Grand River going under it that looks like a Pac-Man. Sure. Yeah, you've, I know, seen, I, you've seen that. I, yeah, yeah. We all know what Grand Rapids flag looks like. Uh, yeah, except for it's you actually, who lives it's actually there, pretty fucking sick. Like, so it's you cool. don't take pride in your city's flag. We have the best city flag of the whole country. I'm aware of the Chicago flag. I, I, it's I good. agree that it's cool. Every star represents a thing, and then every point represents another thing. And don't ask me anything further because I don't know. 
You're ba- at this point your flag is like basically the Andrew Cuomo mountain painting. I, I I'm gonna have to ask you to explain that further. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they Andrew Cuomo made this incredibly like cringe portrait that was about how the like the COVID curve was like a mountain. And just look it up. It's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. But there's a lot of symbolism Uh, there, too, Jake. Sure. I love Andrew Cuomo. Uh, He's a perfect politician in that everything he does is embarrassing. Fortunately for you, Jake, no Chicago politician would ever be that bad or or handle this crisis in a bad way. Every Chicago politician is good, and we all agree on one thing, and that's why we that we love the wind, and that's why it's called the Windy City. It's a good it's a good city, and everybody loves it. Yeah, and you know why it's called the Windy City? Because you're all full of fucking hot air. No, Thomas, that's what people think. But no, that's Southern Illinois, where there's like hot air balloon festivals. That's where really <laughs> hot thing. It's actually because we love the wind off the That would be really great to have somebody say that to you, like, <laughs> in a mean way, and you'd be like, oh, you know, you're mistaken. The hot air balloons are in southern Illinois. <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, I People always talk about... Um, I love to explain Chicago lore incorrectly to people who don't live here, just to confuse people who don't live in the city. It's a fun yeah, thing we like to play like here Like the original Chicago. Walgreens, like this was the first building that was built in Chicago. They built the rest of the oh, city around it. I didn't realize you knew that. You don't even. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, so much look, about Chicago. I, for I not know a thing or two about the uh, the Windy City. I've been uh, I've been there a couple times. Whenever I go into a Walgreens with somebody uh, who doesn't live here, I do like to point out that this is kind of my Chicago, and it's a funny bit because it is true. I do love to go to Walgreens. They're everywhere here. Yeah, they Every actually. Corner. Uh, the way that politics work there is the Walgreens are all the voting precincts. You can't vote anywhere else. It's true, actually. Uh, Target's trying to come in, make their own COVID vaccination points. It's like, that's, what are you doing? Fuck them. Yeah, no, this is, this is a Walgreens town. Did you know Chicago's original name was Walgreens? That's a fact. (laughs) The Walgreens city, as they call it. Uh, exactly. Uh, over on the Road to Tribe, John tries to convince Rob to stay with them after the merge, but Rob wants to take out John. We'll see what happens, but first we gotta discuss these wildlife shots. We got the classics this week. We got some fish. We got some birds. We got some crabs. Even some dolphins. And a centipede which uh, is gross every time I see a centipede. I know they're the good guys in the wild, but I think centipedes are gross. I know bugs are important, and I try not to kill them, but... You know what's a good way to to think about them? Because I I also think that they're gross, but a good way Hmm. to think about them that makes them seem less gross, they just had, like, little shoes on each pair of feet. Mm Mm-hmm. How adorable (laughs) is that? That's like the equivalent of picturing everybody in their underwear before a big speech of bugs. Yeah. Takes away their power. Yeah. Oh, man. And if you give centipedes too much power... Yeah. Oh, oh, you're scary. Well, then why are you wearing a bunch of tiny pairs of yeah. chucks? That's got to be expensive, dude. A pair of shoes is like $100 these days. And centipedes are always fucking sneakerheads. Yeah, which they're is sneaker such an heads. annoying They're on the something. resale market. They're paying $500 for the new yeah. uh, the new uh, dunks or whatever the fuck. That's new why Jays. That's why sneakers sell out so fucking quick. 
Yeah, there's a centipede needs really 50 pairs. The sneaker market. You can't just really. buy shoes anymore because all these centipedes, they're getting in there with their bots to buy them all because they need so many. Not a fan. You know, we were going to focus on goats this week, but uh, I think the fact that we uncovered centipede sneakerheads, uh, I think is enough for, unless, did, Thomas, did you really want to hear about the goats? We can save goats for next week. I I love goats. Um, yeah, let's save it for next week. Let's save it for next week. We've already dis- discussed the centipedes. There's also goats that showed up this week, but there's fucking centipedes and there's sneakers. Get out of here. I don't like it. I don't, no, no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of sneakers. I pay, I have how many pairs of shoes do you have, Thomas? Oh boy, how much time you got? Um <laughs> Yeah, please count them one by one. At least a hundred, because I have a hundred <laughs> pairs of feet. Um Oh fuck. Thomas, are you a human centipede? <laughs> is there such a thing? Uh I uh no, I think I have let me yeah, let me go. There's at my least head. three. I have got, let's see, four. We got some sandals here. I have seven seven pairs of shoes. Oh, nice. I've got, uh, I think, four. I've got some sandals here that look pretty nice. I'm excited to put those on later. Uh, I did forget I owned those until I looked down on my closet floor and saw them. Got some dress shoes that are probably not in great shape. uh, And some Adidas that are new. I think that's everything. Love that Adidas. Three stripes. Yeah, maybe. Um... We get to the tribal council next, and Jeff asks who the jester is in the tribe, and everybody says, Gabriel, agree, disagree, obviously agree, he did that really funny rap, like Weird Al. Yeah, everyone was was just smiling like there was no tomorrow while Gabriel was laying down those, those uh, hot bars. R-O-S-L, you might say, rolling on the sand laughing. Yeah, that they were all doing it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, on tape, I got the receipts. <laughs> John calls himself the leader of the tribe. Agree, disagree? Uh, I mean, I think John uh, would very much like to think he's the leader. Yeah. No, no leader of mine steps on I would say he's the leader though. for now. Sure, sure. Uh, they then vote, and Gabriel gets all of the votes. <laughs> they didn't even bother showing games. Yeah, mode. what happened here? <laughs> they were just like, Gabe, get the fuck out. This is not a game for jokes and japes. This is a game for a million dollars. So who do you think wins? At this point, we're what, four episodes in? I'm going to say Kathy. It just the amount that you focus on her makes me think that she's going to win. I focused a lot on John this week. Tried to get I don't all think the John, John's not going to win. Ack. <laughs> Thomas, what's your Twitter? Uh, you can follow me at Tom Not Tom. What's um, your Twitter handle though? Like what? Oh, what's Antonio the funny McDice bit? Clay. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a, it good, is a good one. one. I, I'm quite fond of it. Um, Mine I'm right just talking. Talk, I'm, I'm still talking about the playoffs a lot. Sometimes I talk about other things. I've been talking a lot about um the Avalanche's album uh, "We Will Always Love You" that came out last year because it's really mm. good, and I think it was the best album that was released last year. Well, I've been listening to um. A lot of St. Vincent's new album recently, Daddy's Home, uh, in preparation for Father's Day. I uh, gotta tell you, not a fan. Not a fan wow. of that album. Wow. Rude. I think Down is pretty good, but I, I there was good. nothing else that I particularly enjoyed. I am really liking it. Uh, I've been going back through St. Vincent's old stuff, too. It's across the board, great. 
it's, everything she does is good. And, it's been um, a lot of diminishing returns of late, though. Like, I still wow. like... Like, I think that, like, the trajectory is, like, marry me up to actor and Strange Mercy, which I think are roughly on the same level. Great. Then you start to come down a little bit. The self-titled, still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Seduction, kind of hit or miss. I and love mass seduction. and then uh, Daddy's Home, uh, inessential. I don't like the production on it. It's got the Jack mm. Antonoff production. I'm not a fan of that. It oh just does yeah, not he's work got his her. hand in everything these days. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. But I will say down and uh, and down, he broke up with with her favorite lady. What's her name from Girls to date Lord, who's a child, and that's weird. Yeah, crazy. So, Any. Anyway, uh, Lena Dunham yeah, is her name. Uh, the song "Down," good. The beat. I think the reason I like it so much is that the beat kind of sounds like what goes around comes around by uh, Justin Timberlake. Mm. Um, so that's one bit of production that I can't criticize Jack Antonoff for. But that have song's actually heard, pretty good. Have you heard Justin Timberlake's song with SZA from the Trolls soundtrack? Uh, no. I, I the only the only Justin Timberlake song from a Trolls soundtrack I'm familiar with is. Uh, like, uh, You Can't Stop the Feeling or whatever, which is also pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good song, too. Um, man, Justin Timberlake, just hit after hit. No problems with that guy. We love him. Uh, we, we're we a hardcore Justin... We're actually transitioning. After Marquesas, we're going to focus on every Justin Timberlake album. Yeah. I did forget to talk to you about this, but Music Minute was such a success. Uh, we're just we're gonna, gonna go. we're gonna include that. That'll be um, a new Patreon tier for the Just Ooh, Joey. Yeah. It'll be we'll do uh, Just <laughs> Just Justin. <laughs> we will not reference InSync at all. <laughs> Only Justin Timberlake stuff. Um, so that's really fun. Uh, we also have a spinoff of Just Justin. <laughs> Maybe it should be called Justin. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, no. Just Justin is the Justin Timberlake song. And then Just In Sync is the In Sync song. It's yeah, the In Sync yep. podcast. Yep. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter uh, if you don't want to spend money on our shit. Uh, it's at yeah, D-Y-W-S-L-N. You don't want to spend $10,000 a month on, uh, <laughs> on, on uh, our Joey tier Patreon. Just or Joey if, uh, is we, our I don't think show. we've actually. I don't think we've set. We should probably set the, the dollar amounts for uh, Just Justin and Just In Sync. Uh, I'm going to say. Fifteen thousand dollars for just Justin, yeah, and twenty thousand for Justin Sink. Yeah, and of course, uh, it's a lot like, of work doing that many. Okay, it is, and we. I gotta we be able to, to quit my job so I can forever. dedicate to myself to it full time. Like, uh, like our our biggest rival. I'm watching Rivals Two right now, the challenge with uh, my my very special lady friend. I'm never gonna call her that again, but you know who. Uh, you know yeah, who. Yeah, you should beat that Voldemort. out. Yeah. I can't. No, she left a review. Thomas, she my left very, a review on very, iTunes. Yeah, my very special lady friend. Yeah. Uh, no, that's... What the fuck? That's, that doesn't even make sense. Stop doing that. Uh, so if you don't want to be bleeped out, um, you can leave a review on iTunes. Uh, Thomas, can you give people the uh, review, boilerplate Certainly review can. for that? Certainly uh, can. Five stars only, please. Um... That's not a request. It's uh, it's uh, it's a it's not a threat. It's a promise. Okay. Um, and again, it's just a glitch in the iTunes system. If we if you could give us fewer stars, we would say fine. But you yeah. literally they have will to. ban you. Like they will perma ban you if, if you don't give yeah. us five stars. No more um, podcasts for you. Yeah. Uh. So anyway. Uh. Yeah. You're gonna. Be, what are you gonna go to Stitcher after that? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
shit's expensive. Spotify, they don't even let you leave reviews there. Yeah, um, what is that? Okay, uh, and what you're going to say uh, <laughs> is, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And I'm considering adding another line to it. Oh, okay. Because I want to be able to say, <laughs> tell them tell Jake and Tom sent you. Just say, like, Jake and Tom sent me to their podcast. Yeah. This is a word-of-mouth podcast uh, that's our only advertising, yeah. and it's only our mouths. Uh, only mouths is another Patreon tier, but that's, like, a million dollars a week. Or, so. or even better, uh, uh, they're, they're two of the best guys we have in this business. <laughs> you might call us Survivor Know-It-Alls, in fact. Yeah. Oh, Thomas, I, we got to talk about, I, because we're, you know, good into Marquesas now, you know, I'm already thinking about the next season we're going to do before, um, before the real show comes back, but that's something to discuss off air, but I'm very excited. I think we deserve a treat at the end of this long off season. So we'll discuss that off air. In the Ooh, meantime, I'm very you excited. can very excited you, to hear what this is. I love treats. <laughs> We can, uh, in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. Uh, we also want to thank the fans for downloading. Uh, it turns out we're uh, we're in double digits these days uh, yeah, from all thank of you our fans. Well, yeah, uh, tell them Jake and Tom sent you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like a hundred degrees here in the windy city, even with oh, the wind. Oh, it sucks, man. They yeah. should call it the not windy. City, because I could use a damn breeze right now because it's so fucking hot. Yeah, uh, you would agree because it's so hot. It is summertime now. No, we still got two weeks. It's it's unseasonably hot. You could say. I feel like it's more summertime, which means it's a, very hot, it's a hot. You know what I hate, Jake? A hot spring day. Why? I love Thomas. I'll tell you. Oh, you I love, love this weather right now. I love a hot spring day. You lo- that's what we have right now. You lo- you're saying you love this? I love to spend a day at a hot spring. What a nice day. What a nice oh, day at geez. a hot spring. All right, that's a- that's enough. I also love a nice summer day, even in the early June. And I- so that, I want to say... Let's, let's Enough of this. Let's wrap it up. Don't make me say another bleep name. <sighs> wow, that sounds like a fucking threat. And we won't that's, be bleeping that out. It's not a threat, out. it's a it's promise. Ex- okay, Paul Heyman over here. All yeah. I'm trying to say is have a great summer. Um, just, that's not. You just say the word. Just say the word. Just say the word. Deuces. Got out of town on a boat from the southern islands. Sailing a reach for a following sea. She was making for the trades on the outside. And the downhill run. Yeah, Evolution, starring David Duchovny, Sean William Scott. Oh, yeah, and Seth Green. Speaking Was Seth of. Green in that? I think so. I feel like it's time, to, it's time to go back into Tom's IMDb court. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like any movie that was on Comedy Central in the early 2000s, Seth Green was a part of. Yeah, I mean, look, and the thing is, I don't think he's in it, but I had to think about it. Yeah. Um... He very well could be. No, man, what a loaded cast this was for a movie that's not very good. Um, 
thrown at me. I, I think the reason is because it was directed by Ivan Reitman. Okay, cast. There were no stars in the sky because they were all in evolution. David Duchovny, Orlando Jones, the Seven Up Man himself, um, mm-hmm. Julianne Moore, okay. Sean William Scott, Ted Levine of Monk fame. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo the, like, Bill. One. Uh, Ethan Suplee from Remember the Titans and My Name Is Earl. Thank you. Uh, Ty Burrell. Oh wow. Future Emmy winner Dan Aykroyd. Wow. Former Sarah Emmy Silverman. Oh yeah, sure. And uh, let's see if there's anybody else. That, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I feel like you didn't mention Seth Green, who was definitely in that movie. Well, we're we're gonna find out. Uh, Kyle Gass. Oh, from Tenacious D. Yeah, from Tenacious D. Uh, sorry, I'm getting real far down here, and I'm not seeing Seth Green. John Cho hmm. played a student in it. Oh, fun. That's fun. Uh, probably about the same age as John Cho. It's got to be see, Seth maybe, Green, uh, though. Maybe I he was also going, a student. I don't, maybe, maybe, maybe like an uncredited student. He might be at the bottom because he might have been uncredited. Yeah, that's that happens a lot. Sometimes they don't even put people on... Yeah, IMDb if they're uncredited. Yeah, they're like uh, James Franco in Knights and Rodanthe. They don't even want to be listed. If there's anything that Douglas uh, movies talking about, people often appear uncredited. Yeah, like Seth Green. He's known for being uncredited, even on IMDb. I'm not IMDb. seeing it here. I mean, maybe if you appeared uncredited, but they usually tell you that on IMDb. So I got it's just a glitch. It seems like Seth Green wasn't there, but I understand. It seems like a movie that he would have been. If Seth Green wasn't in that movie, then why was it on release Comedy Central the Seth all the time? Release the Seth Green We need to, we need to release a new version of Evolution where he is, where he is it's digitally inserted, George Lucas style. Oh, shit. Thomas, you know what I'm thinking of? Seth Green hosted WrestleMania in 2003, and Evolution oh. was there. <laughs> oh, you know, a, I totally bit, understand. He had a bit I with totally that. understand why you would have thought that. He had a backstage bit with Triple there, H and Rick Flair. I get those two confused all the time. It's like, you know how, like, Independence Day and Deep Impact came out yeah. at the same time? It's, like, so easy to mix that stuff up. Well, the problem with those two movies is Seth Green was in both of them also. So it's really confusing. <laughs> Smarten up probes.